the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit YourDiscipleshipCoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you're listening live, this is New Year's Eve, and you're spending some of the last moments of 2022 with me. Thank you so much. This is Michael Smith. I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. And I'm so glad that you are with me here today. This show is going to be just a simple conversation that I'm going to have with you. And maybe you're listening to this on the podcast and it's already 2023. But I want to take a little bit of time with you today to think back about 2022 and to tee up 2023. So what I wanted to do is start with some of the lessons that I've learned in 2022. I could package this part of of the show as a reflection, a reflection. One of the learnings that really has impacted my life that resulted here in 2022 is my need to have and practice margin. I don't know if some any of you still receive a physical newspaper. Uh, some I, I know still do. Uh, and in the newspaper, if you look even at the New York Times, it looks small print. I guess I need glasses and I wear them, but the print looks small. Or you're reading a Chicago Tribune, I think the print looks a little bigger. But you see in between the columns and around the edges of the newspaper, this white margin. Or if you're reading a magazine, The margins are delivered also in that uh, proverbial white space in margins, but also in the fact that there are pictures and there are larger texts and smaller texts. Even when we read books, I know many of us read on Kindles or on an app on our iPad or whatever, but when we read a, a book and it's like this on those devices as well, there are margins in between columns or around each page. What's interesting is I even drive uh, here on the way to church, I passed this this billboard on the highway, and actually, there McDonald's uh, d- grabbed three billboards back to back to back, and on one they had a picture of fries, and the next one, well, it was the very next billboard, a picture of a burger, and the next one, a picture of a Coke. And, and one time they did this campaign, if I'm remembering it, on the first billboard they did mm the second bo- billboard I'm, and the third billboard loving it. And it's interesting because they did not clutter the entire billboard with all of these words and all of this graphic. But what they did is they created margin and space for us to bring in the message. The lesson that I learned through 2022 was that my life needs white space, thinking like margin in a book. Ways that I find uh, 
white space is to develop these rhythms of rest in my life. I've told the story before, but I know that I have struggled in my past practicing a Sabbath principle where we would dedicate a a day unto the Lord, or even times unto the Lord, not only the one day in the Sabbath day, but the Sabbath principle. And in my life, I would be so worn out and so tired that I would go to a a Sabbath medicine cabinet and pop a Sabbath uh, pill and rest so I would not crash and burn, and then go back to uh, not practicing that principle. And I've learned through 2022 to practice the rhythm of rest and Sabbath. You know, one of the things that I started doing, it's funny, but I drive, um, I definitely can be accused of using the pedal on the right when I'm driving a car. And so I get my car moving, and here in Chicago, the traffic flows sometimes faster than the, the posted speed limit. And what I have done is I've been practicing on one of my commutes to work, I'm on the highway for a good chunk of that, is to drive in the slow lane the entire way just to practice letting other things pass me by. Another uh, practice of rhythm and rest is to begin and end every day with 10 just deep breaths, breathing in and then breathing out. Just to set myself up with an attitude of getting started and ending the day where I don't roll over and grab my phone and start looking or just run to the bathroom and shower or brush my teeth, but just to breathe. Another practice as I think about the rhythms of rest and margin in my life is I begin putting little buffers before and after every calendar event in my calendar. This space became white space for me to practice margin in my life. And so weekly, uh, daily, I would practice these, these rhythms and I would, I would, you know, getting things done helps me clear my plate for margin. So what I would start to do is put the big three things that I need to do for the week and the big three items that I need to do for the day. Because when I clear those out, I don't bear the weight of those responsibilities. In fact, we are offering a planner here in 2023. If that's something you're interested in, I'll talk about how to access that at the end of the show. But you too can use this as a resource to do the same thing. So as I reflect, we're talking about this rhythm of rest. But another reflection that I have about 2022 is the practice of solitude. And I really never thought about it. Maybe it's a no-brainer for all of you that are listening in uh, today, but there's a key difference between silence and solitude. I've always heard those thrown in together to practice silence and solitude, but silence is being quiet. Solitude is being alone. Now, this is interesting because the discipline of solitude is the practice of being alone with God. So I started thinking, how could I sort of retreat to be alone with God. And, and I'm, I'm still working on this. And as I go into 2023, I'm going to take the learning and apply it. But I want to have, and I, I practice having a daily retreat with God. But then weekly, having it different, I have a, a time on Wednesday where I have a weekly retreat with God and I do it different than any other day of the week. And now I'm learning to incorporate a monthly retreat with God where it's a, a little more extended time. What I want to add here in 2023 is a quarterly 
and and for the year an annual retreat and not just to talk with God but to be with him you know the other day I was walking in a hallway in my my uh, child's school they did a Christmas program and I was holding her hand and I I pulled her hand to my mouth and I kissed her hand and a teacher was walking by and thought that was just the neatest and cutest thing that I would kiss kiss my wife's hand like that and you know we didn't say anything I just I just did that because I was with her and sometimes we snuggle up on the couch and watch a, a movie or a show, but we touch and we're, we're just, we don't have to say anything all the time. Sometimes we do, uh, but this is what I'm talking about with God, where it's not so much about the dialogue as it is being with him. So in other words, to be with God and alone, solitude with him is to not focus on new truth, although we should study and meditate on the word. We're not focusing on praying and giving our requests to God, although we should and can call on him. But what I'm learning and throughout 2022 have learned is just to be with God, maybe sitting alone in a chair and thinking about God or taking a walk. And as I walk, looking around and finding God all around. So you're listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, and we're talking, uh, this episode is just simply called A New Year, and we're talking about reflection. And one of the truths as I've reflected on the year that I wrote on a whiteboard, and I've, I've used this throughout the year, is something God gave me. And here's, here's the statement. To boldly steward the voice that God has given me with humility. I've struggled over the years in self-promotion as I've, I've developed something to say to tell people, hey, here I am with something to say. It's, it's a struggle. And I've had, uh, really, I think I've practiced some humility with that. But I, I needed to learn how to keep a humble heart, but still to be bold in stewarding the voice that God has given me. To be both bold because that's obedient and humble, which is also obedient. Now, doing this show, Your Discipleship Coach, is an example of my stewarding boldness and humility. And I've started teaching a couple classes at a couple universities, and I'm not sure what God's going to do in this area in my life. But here's the statement, to boldly steward the voice that God has given me with humility. You know, as I think about the new year, as we're getting ready to go to break, as we think about this, I just want to tell God, in addition to reflecting things that I'm thankful for, maybe you can join me. I'm thankful for my family, my wife, Kimberly, my children, Rebecca, Jacob, Allison, Andrew, Nevaeh, and Anna. And I'm thankful for my family, my extended family, and all that God has given me uh, here in my life. So thank you, God. I'm also thankful for my health. And several people have major health battles. And this year, I'm, I've am i been healthy. My family has been healthy. So thank you, God, for that. I'm thankful for the job that I have and what God is calling me to do. And we're just thankful for that and his provision. When I think about this year, I don't think we can work uh, the end of the year without reflecting and being thankful. I'm thankful for my faith that I know God, that he knows me. I'm thankful that I'm growing in him. And you know what else I'm thankful for is my heritage. My dad, my mom raised me up to be a believer, to know God, to practice disciplines of the faith. I have grandparents that have prayed for me that know God. I have great-grandparents, same thing. They've prayed for me, they know God, and they've helped me establish who I am as a person. 
Hey, you're, this is the last show of the year. It's December 31. We're about to end this first segment and go to segment number two. And I wanted to hang in here. Today, we are talking about a new year. So as we get ready to talk about this in the second half of the show, there's a couple things we're going to talk about. Hopefulness. We're going to talk about being whole. And we're going to wrap this up. But I'm so thankful that you are listening in. So thanks for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Stay tuned for the second half of the show. You're listening now on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you so much for staying tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And I'm Michael Smith, here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life. And we're talking in this episode about a new year. Just a few hours left in 2022, and we've talked about our reflection on on this past year. We've talked uh, in addition to reflection about things that we're thankful for, and maybe these are practices that you can use as you uh, reminisce through 2022. But I want to look forward to a new year as we're about to embark on 2023, and there is hope that we all have. And I want to share a little bit with you about the hope that I have as I look at 2023 uh, starting and commencing here in just a few hours. It is my confident hope that in 2023, I will grow closer to God. I've talked a little bit about ways that I'll do that. One is through this rhythm of rest, a Sabbath principle. But I want to expand some of the things that I'm going to do to practice so I can be closer to God. And one of the things I want to to hone is my skill of meditating on the Word of God, on the Bible. I do a lot of writing and research, and I don't always take time to personally meditate on the Word. I synthesize uh, what the Word says or think about what other people say it says, but just to meditate on the truth of Scripture, something that I want to do in 2023, and I'm hopeful to do that. I also want to include these weekly prayer mini-retreats. I talked about these retreats in the front end of the show When I think about prayer, I define it like this. Prayer is listening to and talking with God. So when I retreat, it's a little bit about listening to what God is saying, and it's a little bit about expressing to God what's on my heart and what I hear him saying. So this is what I want to do as I grow closer to God in 2023. But also, I want to to practice memorizing scripture. I can remember as a as a middle school and high school student, I was in this competitive program at my church called Bible Quiz, and I would memorize certain verses of the Bible. And what I would do is I would take out a three-by-five card, and I would take a pen and write out the Bible verse and walk around with a couple of those each day. And actually, I was memorizing multiple verses a day when I was at school and when I got home, and I I would do that. But what I found to be true is I've reflected over the years. So I was not just memorizing, uh, but I was actually hiding that in my heart because I would memorize it, but in the margins of the day, I would think about what it would mean. And it, it makes me mindful of what the Psalms teach us to hide God's word in our heart to keep us from sin. 
See, the, the direction in there is not to just read the word or memorize the word, but to hide it in your heart or make it your own. So I want to learn to memorize and reflect on the Bible. I'm hopeful for that. You know, in addition to, to that growing closer to God, I, I want to spend time investing in others and disciple more people. You know, what's interesting is I've always had a draw to do this, and I've I've tried many, many, many uh, ways to disciple people. I can remember as a young youth pastor doing these discipleship small groups, do a ton of them in the summer, but throughout the year. Uh, there are other times as a as an adult or a lead pastor, I would put together these round tables and pastors would come in and we would dialogue and banter over a topic. And I've engaged in one-on-one discipleship relationships and this this draw to calling to disciple people is big on my heart. Well, here's something that I'm I'm going to do. I'll just share with you that I formed a discipleship group with about five guys, five adult men in 2022, spent uh, six to eight months with them. We would do a once a month Zoom call. And the whole idea was discipleship. We were, we were iron sharpening iron. I always was responsible to share something because I, I called the group together, but I did as much learning as I did sharing. And we all did. We learned and we shared. Well, what's happening in 2023 is I'm going to form a another group of five or six guys. I, I'm considering doing more than one. But every person that went through this group in 2022 is going to start their own discipleship group in 2023 and do a year with their own group of five, six guys, something of that nature. And we'll pull together at least once in the year. And what we're going to do is just pour into other men. And if you're listening today, and, and it's, that doesn't have to only be be guys, but that's kind of been how we started. But if that's of interest to you, you can reach out to me at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and just send me an email. Hey, I'm interested in one of your discipleship groups and we'll bring you in. Something else that I'm looking at is I'm hopeful in 2023 is to mentor and coach and disciple other leaders. But but the last big component of, of 2023 is my doctorate of ministry project. My, it's an assignment for 2023, so I can graduate in 2024, but it's more than an assignment for me. My project is my life work, and it's to help develop and equip disciple makers in local churches. I mean, that's why I do this radio show and podcast. This is why I maintain speaking engagements and a speaking schedule. This is why I do discipleship seminars and teach classes and do coach training that I can help people become the disciple makers that God would have them to be. So I'm hopeful in 2023. I also want to look at 2023. A lot of times we use this word resolution and or we use the word goals. What I'd like to do is say, how do I want to add wholeness to my life in 2023? In several areas, and I'm going to skate through this pretty quick, but I want to be whole in my health. In 2022, here I've had a running goal and I'm almost going to meet that goal. In 2023, I want to focus more on being healthy than just doing healthy. So I'm going to eat right, exercise, and sleep. The idea is to be healthy. And as you're listening in today, we're talking about a new year. And one of the things I want to work on is to be whole. And so in 2023, I'm going to be whole in the area of health. Secondly, I want to be whole in the area of my marriage. In 2023, I'll create my 28th wedding anniversary And here's a question I came up with that will help 
increase the wholeness in my marriage. Here's my question. How will I express my love to my wife this week? That's the question I want to ask every week. How will I express my love to my wife this week? Another question is, what can I remember this week from one of the conversations I've had with my wife? These two questions, my prayer is it will bolster my marriage and maintain wholeness and increase the wholeness in my marriage. Another area besides is my spiritual life, and I've spent a good talking about that. So that leads me to the last area in 2023 is fun and recreation. This is a spiritual component, fun and recreation. I do very little for fun. I think I've gone the last two years without swinging a golf club. I need an outlet. That might be golfing. That might be refinishing my basement. It might be delving into photography. I need something. So in 2023, that's something that I'm going to explore that will help me be whole as I am a whole person that loves God. So health, marriage, spiritual life, fun and recreation. If I can do that, I will be more whole. Listen to what Romans says. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that that by testing you may discern what it, what is the will of God, what is the good and acceptable and perfect. So our goal is to please God, and we know that we do this because His mercies are new every morning. But we're called to present ourselves as a living sacrifice, saying, here's who we are, and we are holy before you. This is an act of worship. Last episode, we talked about worship. So are you presenting yourself to God? This is why I want to be whole, so I can present myself to God as a holy point of worship. That means not conforming to the ways of the world, but allowing through the power of the Holy Spirit, my mind to be changed, to be transformed. Here's the goal. 2023 is about pleasing God. It's been such a pleasure to be with you all year And if it's on your heart to financially support your discipleship coach and help our endeavors, we'll accept a $50 gift from you today. And in return, we'll send you a spirally bound Your Discipleship Coach Planner for 2023. If you want to give a gift of $100, I'll send you five of them. You can give them away to other people, to your team. Just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and click the give link. And I'm going to end the year with this question. Are you curious about coaching? Getting into the new year. Visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Take our free coaching readiness questionnaire. We'll get back with you. We would love to partner with you in 2023. Hey, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you'll share this show with others. Share it, uh, the podcast, share the radio show. Make sure you follow us everywhere that you can. But thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by our sponsors. Heritage Counseling Center at heritagecounseling.com. Chicago Indian Church at chicagoindianchurch.com. And this show has been brought to you by Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University. You can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Just visit professionalcoachuniversity.com. Hey, Happy New Year to all of you. Just a few hours left. I want you to stay safe today. I want you to know that I am for you. 
and God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? God bless you. You're listening today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's Your Discipleship Coach. Coach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.